0: going to start a series of different messages. And, and I say a series, it's really not going to be a series. It's going to be every Wednesday night, I'm going to be covering different things that deal with practical living. Amen. From the Bible. So abundant life. Abundant life. And that's the way God has been leading me. And uh, so we're going to trust God to speak to us in different subjects and areas of our life. That we can learn and grow. Tonight, we're gonna be dealing with our health. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm gonna be dealing with my health. (laughs) Praise the Lord. How many know the Lord is the Lord that healeth thee? How many know He's your healer? We all know that, but we don't know what's important. And so tonight, we're going to talk about what's important about that. Because we have this idea that every time we get sick, just call for the elders of the church, get prayed for, boom. You're supposed to get miraculously healed. And then you go go back and do the same thing you did before that got you sick. That is not in the Bible. Amen. We're going to find out what it means that the Lord is my healer tonight. In Exodus, if you'll turn there please to Exodus 15, Exodus 15 tonight, this is the first time you will hear this term used in the Bible, Jehovah or Rapha, or really not Jehovah, I don't like that, that's not a good name, that's that's error, and by the way, the lessons for Revelation series are in the library for y'all who have not been able to see that. And that will explain that to you. But anyway, he is Yahweh Rapha. Amen. How many of y'all believe that tonight? In Exodus 15, verse 23. And when they came to Mara, and <clears throat> Mara means bitterness, they could not drink of the waters of Mara, for they were bitter, therefore the name of it was called Mara. And the people murmured against Moses saying, what shall we drink? And he cried unto the Lord and the Lord showed him a tree, which when he had cast into the waters, the waters were made sweet. There he made for them a statue and an ordinance. And there he proved them and said, if thou wilt diligently hearken or earnestly hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God. And will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes. I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. He doesn't become the Lord that healeth thee until you keep those commandments. Let me read it to you again, verse 26, so you'll believe the word tonight. He said, if thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, say if, and wilt do that which is right in his eyes, and wilt give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, and a statute uh, would be, well, we're dealing with principles and regulation here, okay? I will put none of these diseases upon thee which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. Now, we like to just take that out right there, that statement. And we like to say, he's the Lord that heals me. And we love to run with that to the altar. And we leave everything he said before that in the pew. (laughs) This is going to be fun tonight. And they came to Elam, where were 12 wells of water and three score and 10 palm trees. And they encamped there by the waters. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you, Jesus, for the opportunity to teach this tonight, and I pray that your people would learn and grow in understanding and help them, oh God, tonight in the area of their health, physical health, emotional health, spiritual health, Lord God, we pray for abundant life. Show us how to have it according to your word tonight, in Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Now, what I'm going to do, first of all, is I'm going to go to the Word of the Lord, and I'm going to see what God says about healing, and then I'm going to talk to you and share things with you. I'm not a dietitian, and I'm not a doctor. I want to say that to begin with, but what I'm going to share with you tonight is information. Okay? And over the years, I've collected all kinds of documentation, as you can see right here. Just, And I'm not reading any of this to you. But I got it right here. It's all documented. Hallelujah. Tonight. And it's going to help you. It's going to bless your life. You believe that? And, and so what this is, is information about health. About living about what to do and what not to do concerning your physical bodies. And I'm going to be sharing some of that with you tonight for your information, not as a dietitian, not as a doctor, but as your pastor. Okay, so I'm not really qualified to share you dietary things, you know, from a medical point of view or from a doctor's point of view, but I am qualified to preach the word of the Lord. (laughs) And so I'll give you information, and then I will encourage you to take the information and study it on your own to find out if it's true. And after you've done that, then determine what you're going to do with the information. For some of you, you're going to take the information, you're going to use it, and you're going to do something with it. For others of you, you don't care. You're just going to keep on doing what you've always done, and you're going to keep on getting what you've always got, and that's sickness. And disease and run into God every time you get sick, say, God, heal me. That's not biblical. That is not biblical. Are y'all awake? (laughs) So let's look at what the Lord says. First of all, He's my healer. How many of you know He's my healer? Is He your healer tonight? You can't break all the laws of health. And then run to God and ask God to heal you supernaturally and expect him to do it. Sometimes he does. But when he does it, it's not so you can go back and live the same way. Do you understand that? A lot of time we have this idea, well, let's just pray over our food, you know. You know, pray over the food. And if I pray over it, it's all right. i got news for you tonight that if it's garbage on the table, when you pray over it, don't become healthy. It's still garbage. (laughs) God didn't change the nature of the garbage. America is sick. The church is sick. Because they violate all the health principles and the word of God. They're sick. So we'll find out what the Bible says, okay? Tonight. In Exodus 15, again, we read about Israel. They've come out of the promise. I mean, out of Egypt. They're on their way to the promised land. Are y'all going to get with me tonight? Or y'all, <laughs> yeah, I, I can look in your face. Some of you are already under conviction. Already. Before I even get started, you're already sweating praying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner tonight. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They've come out of Egypt. They're on their way to the promised land. They get to Mara, and they are very, very thirsty. They've been in the wilderness, and they need water to drink. God is leading them by this cloud, by day, and a pillar of fire by night. And he leads them right to a place of bitterness. He leads them to a place where the water is full of poison. That's where he led them. And when they get there, they are so thirsty. I don't think they just go up there and get them a cup of water and drink it. I think they dive in it, swim in it. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They're excited to see water. And while they're drinking this water, this bitter, this poisonous water, they start spitting it out as soon as they went in. You know? Woo! Man, that's nasty. God brought me here to give me poison water, bitter water, nasty water. This can't be God. Yeah, it was God because God was putting them to the test to see if they would trust him or not if they would walk by faith or if they would murmur against him God places us in places of bitterness bitter waters poisoned waters oftentimes we think it's the devil and we want to blame the devil for it oh get thee behind me satan uh, it's not the devil it's god puts you there to test you to see if you would murmur or you would trust. See, we go around rebuking the devil all the time. Get thee behind me, Satan. When it could be God. God's going to test us. So he's going to put us in times of trial and times of b- bitter situations to see if we're going to walk by faith and trust him or not. That's what the Bible says. And so they, after drinking that water, they spit the water out. And they say, this is Mara. This is bitterness. We can't drink that. And they start murmuring and complaining against Moses. They are murmurers and complainers. And so, because they're murmurers and complainers, 1 Corinthians tells us they're idolaters. A murmurer and a complainer is an idolater. Because they don't trust God. They trust self. They put self in place of God. And because they put self in place of God, that's all they know to do is murmur and gripe and complain about what's happening to self. And God has arranged it and set it up to test them, to prove them. Now watch this. They're about ready to have a revolt. Boy, it's quiet in here, isn't it? They are. They're about ready to have a revolt. Now, check this out. This is awesome stuff. God looks at or talks to Moses and gives him a word of knowledge. God is going to work a miracle here. The Lord that healeth us is going to work a miracle here. But it's not a miracle of power. It's a miracle of a word of knowledge. See, sometimes we want God to bail us out, to heal us supernaturally, because we know he's got the power to do it. But God's way of healing us or taking caring of us is not always miraculously getting us out of our mess. But giving us a word, a miracle word to tell us how to change the mess. But we want, we want to run a church. And boy, you know, God just goes, Z-Z-Z, there, finances, automatically, bank, Z-Z-Z, finances, them, health, and you go out and live just like you always live. Break all the laws. And that's what we want. But God's miracles, I'm telling you, it's not always this miraculous power that comes on you and supernaturally heals you in a moment. Sometimes he gives you a word of knowledge. Not always words of knowledge, but a word of knowledge. A word of knowledge is this, is a word out of God's Knowledge. See, God knows all things about all things. And he could have worked a miracle of power. He could have put that glory cloud over the top of that water. And just lightning and electricity on the top of it, you know. Glory manifests there on the top of that water. See the lightning flashing there, you know. And, and then, okay, Moses go ahead and drink now. But that's not what God did. God... Gave Moses a word of knowledge. And he used a physical tree to fix the problem. He used a natural method to fix the problem. He used a natural tree, a physical tree to heal the waters. Are you awake tonight? So the miracle is a word of knowledge here. There's trees all over, you know, well, I say all over. If you got water there, there's going to be trees. And so God tells Moses to go get a certain tree. There's the miracle. Cuz Moses don't know which tree to get. But God shows him the specific tree to go and get. Cut it down and throw it in the water, and when you do, the water's going to be healed. So the miracle was God knew which tree to cut down. He knew how to heal the waters with a physical tree. But Moses didn't know which tree. Now in that culture, Arabs know that in a particular time of the year, that certain trees heal waters. They know that. Arabs know that. Moses though needed a word from God as to how to deal with this. And God said, you get that tree, you cut it down and you throw it in the water and the waters will be healed. And so he does just that. And when that tree hits that water, the water is no longer bitter, but it's sweet water. Now here's what God tells his people and he's telling us tonight. After that happens, He says, verse 26, And said, if thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord. If you will earnestly listen to the voice of the Lord. If you will hearken to the voice of the Lord. Which means hear the word and do the word. Don't just hear it, but hear it and do it. That's what hearken means. Okay? Okay to the voice of the lord he says thy god and will do that which is right in his sight and will give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes i will put none of those diseases upon thee so walking in abundant life where you're not diseased and always sick it's based on your willingness to walk in obedience to God's word. Then he's the Lord that healeth thee. Not he's the Lord that healeth me and then I keep all the, the commandments of God. He is the Lord that healeth me in connection to my obedience to his word. And the principle is, He's the Lord that healeth me. Oh, see, are oh, you already shutting up? You don't like what you're hearing already. Yeah. So the principle is, The Lord that healeth me, or the Lord my healer. That's the principle. And the regulation is, It belongs to you, it belongs to the children of God. You can claim that. You can claim that the Lord is your healer. When can you claim the Lord as your healer? When you're obeying his word. And in his word or dietary commandments. Hello. You can't eat garbage all the time and expect to be healthy. Watch what he says. Let's let's look at another verse here. Proverbs 6. Okay, y'all ready for this? Now, while you're turning there, notice this. That after God heals the waters and he gives them this covenant name, the Lord that healeth them, in the context of their obedience to his word, then they journey from Marah to Elam. Where there's palm trees and wells of water all around and it's not poisoned. And it's about three hours away from where they were. See, here's the thing. Just before you have your breakthrough, about three hours away in Elam, God is going to place you in a test time. So that you have to trust Him and have to obey Him and have to walk with Him and keep His principles before you ever get to the place where there's no bitterness and no poison in the water. He sometimes has three hours away, a place of bitterness. And you can give up and you can quit and you can have a big old revolt right there. You can rebel and revolt right there. But if you do, you're not going to make it to Elam. Elam's just ahead of you. Sweetwater's blessing. An oasis in the wilderness is just in front of you. Abundant life is just in front of you. But before that, God's going to test us to see where we are. See, let me tell you something tonight. God is not... <laughs> He's not on trial. And if you're coming here tonight thinking you put God on trial... You have missed it already, and that's what they were doing. They were murmuring and complaining about their situation. So what they were doing was turning it around, and they were putting God on trial when God was putting them on trial. To do what? To prove them? To test them? Now, if they pass this test, blessings coming. See, we could be as a church. I know God's doing an awesome thing right now. But we could be passing through a test right now to see if God, you know, if God can bless you or not. See, we want to tell God what to do. God heal him. Ha! Woo, God, you'll heal him now. And if he don't get healed, wonder why he didn't get healed. Wonder why God, why didn't God heal him? To somebody else? God's not on trial. (laughs) We are always on trial. And if we walk by faith and obedience to his word, Elam is just in front of us. The oasis is just in front of us. It's only three hours away from bitterness. But you're being tested. Now watch this. In connection to, we look at Proverbs 6.23. In connection to the commandments of the Lord being health for us. We have dietary commandments in the word of the Lord. Amen. But we also have some other things that we need to look at tonight. Because a a lot of the sickness that we have as the body of Christ, it, it comes through psychosomatic. Because your mind's not right. Your mind's not right. you got to get your priorities right. If, you're, if we're walking around, we've got bitterness. And we've got anger. And we've got unforgiveness. And we're full of, full of all, you know, sourness. Hatred. You know, the majority of sickness comes on people because of degeneration. Or dietary reasons. Or psychological reasons. So if you're walking around in disobedience to the word of God and walking around in anger and unforgiveness and bitterness, it's going to bring sickness on your body. It's going to bring sickness on my body. So if I'm not keeping his word in the area of my diet, and if I'm not keeping the word in the area of the way I'm supposed to walk in forgiveness, et cetera, et cetera, then I'm sick. Got it? Okay. So the Lord that healeth me is in connection to obedience to his word. And earnestly hearkening to his word. Not breaking all the laws of health. And walking around full of anger and hatred and bitterness. And expecting to be the epitome of health. Boy, y'all got quiet on me. mm, Lord, this is different. I I figured they'd be shouting tonight, God. (laughs) Proverbs 623. For the commandment is a lamp, and the law is light, and reproofs of instruction are the way of life. You're gonna find life in keeping his commandments, you're gonna find healing in keeping his commandments. By earnestly. Taking heed to hearkening to the voice of the Lord your God. That is when he becomes the Lord that healeth thee. Not before. But only after. Keeping his word, his commandments and walking in obedience to the Lord brings life to you. It brings health to you. He is Yahweh Rapha, the Lord that heals me. But how does he heal me? By me finding out what His Word says about health and obeying that Word. Not breaking every one of them. And they say, well, we're going to let the pastor lay hands on us. Friend, that's not what the Bible says. He's the Lord that thee in connection to your obedience to His Word. If you're obeying His Word, you can expect to be healthy. Praise God. And if you need a supernatural miracle from God he's able to do that but his promise to heal us is not without his commandments and not without obedience and not without listening to him praise God I want to be a blessing to you tonight so so don't look at me like that and turn me into a lion I I want to be a lamb you keep looking at me like that I'll turn into a lion praise the Lord Proverbs 6, 20. So write that one down. Now we're look at another one. It's Proverbs 7, verse 2. Proverbs 7 and 2. He says, keep my commandments and live. So if you want abundant life, you've got to keep his commandments. If you keep his commandments, then you will live. You will have the abundant life you're looking for. Walk around sick, disease, all kinds of problems in our bodies. Oh, I don't know why I'm sick. You know, God's supposed to heal me, you know. and Oh, I don't know why I'm not experiencing the abundant life in my health. (laughs) Keep my commandments and live in my law as the apple of thine eye. Give God praise. Now, let's look at 1 Timothy 4. 1 Timothy 4 and 5. Praise God. Boy, it's quiet tonight. For it is, what is this talking about? When you're praying, you pray over your food, right? That's the context, 1 Timothy 4, of this part of 1 Timothy 4. For it is sanctified by the word of God in prayer. Let's go there so we can read it. Oh, I know you love me, I can tell. Your eyes are sparkling with love. Praising the Lord for your pastor, Lord God. (laughs) Is everybody doing all right out there? Say, I'm fixing to get better. Mm. Verse 4, for every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God in prayer. Okay, here we go. Here's the key. Here's the key. It doesn't just say it's sanctified by prayer. You didn't hear that, did you? You don't hear that part, do you? I can eat anything I want to because God's word says all I got to do is pray over it and it sanctifies it. That's not what your Bible says. Your Bible says it's sanctified by the word. Of God and prayer which means you got to find out if it's okay to be eating the stuff you're eating in the Word of God And then once you find out in the Word of God what he says about what you're eating if it's okay, then you pray over it But if it's not good and it's garbage you can't pray over and it becomes sanctified into healthy food It's still garbage it's sanctified by the word of God and prayer. See, we love to take what we want out of the Bible. Well, I sit down here and I can eat me a half a gallon of ice cream tonight, praise God, because First Timothy 4 tells me I could as long as I sanctify it by prayer. And that's not what God said. He didn't say if you sanctify it by prayer. He said if it's sanctified by the word of God in prayer. If that food's set apart by God for you, then you can pray over it. I'm sorry, church. (laughs) No, I'm not. So you see what we do with the word of God. The Lord, my God, my healer. The Lord, my healer. But we left out about keeping his principles, his precepts, and his commandments. And in that context, he's the Lord that heals you. By going to his word and finding out what his word says. And keeping that and obeying that and walking in that way. Then you'll get your healing. Woo! Woo! So next time you sit down. And you got a half a gallon just for you of ice cream. You need to ask. You need to find out first what's in that stuff. God. What in the world am I ingesting here? And when you find out what's in that stuff. If it don't violate the word of God. Then you can pray over it. But I tell you what. If it violates the word of God. All you can do is say. Lord forgive me for what I'm about to eat. And I have no idea if he will forgive you or not. He might forgive you, but tomorrow you're going to be sick. And run to the pastor. Or call me, Pastor, will you pray for me, Lord? I'm so sick. I'm going to start asking you, what did you eat last night? What did you eat all week, all month, man? You've been eating what you're supposed to eat, and I'll pray for you. But, you know, if not, I'm saying, change your diet. Get lined up with the word of the Lord. And when you get lined up with the word of the Lord, then the Lord is the Lord that that thee. <laughs> Sanctified by the word in prayer. <laughs> You're going to find life by keeping his word. Woo, keeping his commandments. Okay. Let's go to another verse here. Matthew 4. Now, Jesus, the Bible said... He went about healing the sick. Jesus went about all Galilee in verse 23, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of diseases among the people. Verse 24. And his fame went throughout all Syria. And they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with divers, diseases, and torments. And those which were possessed with devils. And those which were lunatics. Don't have any of those out there, do I? (laughs) Moonstruck people, man. Howling at the moon. And those that had the palsy. And he healed them. Now watch this. The word heal there, if you look it up, is therapu. And it's connected to therapy. Now therapy is this. God, in these passages, Jesus miraculously healed the people. He drove the sickness out of their bodies and the demons out of their bodies. Supernatural power and manifestation. Not a word of wisdom, but a our miracle of healing. Okay? But the word therapy can also be related to, or the word here for healing is therapy in the English, can be related to a remedy, a medical remedy. So sometimes God does it. Sometimes he will therapy you. He will miraculously heal you. And sometimes he'll use therapy, which means you find a remedy or you find a physical tree that'll take care of your ailment. So the Bible doesn't just tell us that God always heals supernaturally with a miraculous power. Sometimes He uses remedies through therapy, and the word therapy has to do with a remedy, and it can be medical remedy. It simply means to be restored back to health, and it can be done miraculously or through therapy. That's Bible. That's the Bible. Now, what I would say to that is this. If you're sick in your body, you need to get prayed for after you, you know, you straighten up your act. Straighten up your lifestyle, your eating habits, your unforgiveness, your bitter and all that. Get that all straightened out. If you're still sick, then come get healed. Be prayed for and God can heal you supernaturally. But if he don't, then he works through therapy. He can tell you about a tree that you can ingest. That'll heal your poison. Hello? And that's a miracle too. Either way you look at it, he's the Lord that healeth you. If he works through a doctor or if he works through other means, he's still the Lord that heals us. That's the principle. And I can claim that truth if I'm walking in the word of God. Got it? Okay, let's look at another verse of scripture here. They're going to bring it up for you. Okay, everybody awake? <clears throat> 1 Corinthians 12, 9. Well, hallelujah. They're going to bring it. All right. To another faith by the same spirit. To another, the gifts of healing by the same spirit. Say gifts of healing. And that's a different word. In Exodus 15, it was Yahweh Rapha. In Matthew 4, it was Therapeu. All right? Here, it's totally different. I'll give you the word. Y'all want the word? It's Eimai. 1 Corinthians 12, 9. It means this. Healing. It also means a means of healing. It also means a remedy or medicine. So when you talk about gifts of healing, it's not just a gift that God imparts to you, uh, a supernatural healing. But it is a doctor sometimes has the gift of healing. You've never put it in that context before. You've only put it in the context of the church. The Lord takes that word and puts it into the medical field. Now, I believe in supernatural healing. There's all kinds of testimonies and miracles. In fact, there's a lady in the hospital right now. Her name's Gloria. They thought she was gonna lose her foot due to diabetes because she stepped on glass. Guess what? Listen to me. We walked in there, not one me. I can't heal nobody. You can't heal anybody. Nobody here can heal anybody. Okay? Supernatural power. You can't do it. We walked in there, though. I just simply by faith prayed, trusting God. And that whole room got energized. And that's not what I said. Her husband, Ricky, said this whole room is energized with the power of God. They could feel the presence of the Lord in that room. And she called me. She said, guess what, Pastor? She said, I'm not going to lose my foot. She said, the doctor, listen. She said, the doctor told her, you're one of the lucky ones. We know better than that. We know that God was in that room and that God supernaturally healed her by their own testimony. But God didn't heal that so, you know, or or heal us at times so we go back doing what we used to do. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes we need supernatural miracle like that. But then we need to keep his word. And I praise God because I believe in divine healing. I've seen it. Time after time after time after time I've seen it. But you can't keep breaking God's laws and expect to live very long. And so that word is I-A-M-I. First Corinthians 12, 9. Woo. Healing, means of healing, a remedy of medicine. Now we're going to look at another verse of Scripture, Luke 10. Watch this. There is a man who, the Bible says, falls among thieves. He's robbed, he's beaten, and he's left for dead. Okay? you got a couple of professional men walk by him. And keep on going by. Then we've got the Bible. Look at this. This man. He went to him and bound up his wounds. The Samaritan. Pouring in oil and wine. And set him on his beast. And brought him to an end. And took care of him. The word therapy literally means. With me here. talked about therapy. It means service. So it's somebody who's taking care of somebody. That's the word for healing in the New Testament. Also, it means supernatural healing. You got me here? I'm giving you an example in the Bible where he the Bible says poured oil and wine, set him on his beast, brought him to the inn, and took care of him. Keep going. Next verse. Verse 35. And on the morrow when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said unto him, take care of him therapy him take care of him be a servant and whatsoever thou spendest more when I come again I will repay thee so here this man has got wounds and everything else and God didn't supernatural heal him the good Samaritan is a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ and he poured oil and wine into his wounds he bound his wounds up he took him to an inn. he took care of him and then when he left he told the people in the end to take care of him This man was not supernaturally healed. And Luke was a physician. I said Luke was a physician. He knew how to live. He knew how to live healthy. He knew how to walk with God. The first three and a half years of Luke's life, I say of his life, Or of the writings in the gospel of Luke. Three and a half years covers the life of Jesus. Three and a half years. In the book of Acts, 28 chapters. Every chapter represents about a year or two. If it represents two years, two times 28 is how many years? 56 plus what? Three and a half years. We know he was 59 and a half years at least or so. Come on. From the time that he wrote his gospel. This man was a physician. He lived a long life. He lived a healthy life. He knew what it... And I'm talking about a physician in the physical realm. And he's the one that gives us the account of a man who's taken care of, not by supernatural power, but through therapy. Okay. Are y'all, are y'all ready for the bomb? Is that what y'all are just... See, so y'all can handle the word till I... Yeah. James 5, 15. Here's what the Word says. You know, y'all stay in here. I mean, don't go hiding off in the back. It's going to do you no good to hide in the back. You're going to die five years from now. Now, I'm not talking about those standing in the back. I'm not about those that went hid. James, five fifty. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. So, it tells you, if you get sick... The elders of the church are to anoint you with oil, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord will raise you up. Now watch this. And if there be any sin, committed sin they shall be forgiven him. So we see a connection here to sickness is sin. A connection to, to sickness is sin and disobedience to the word of God. So God will heal the body, but if he's committed sin, they shall be forgiven, which means there has to be some kind of Confession. In relationship to that sin. And the connection is with the health. Why did you put this confession? This, uh, If he's committed any sins, they shall be forgiven him with the healing of the body. Because sin brings sickness upon you. Disobedience to the word of God brings sickness upon you. Alright, next one. We're going to look at another verse. Now, this word, and this is 3 John 2, this word for (coughs) health is connected to our English word hygiene. So, he's the Lord that healeth me. It's connected with keeping his commandments. Rapha, Yahweh Rapha, in Exodus 15. Matthew 4, he's Jesus that heals therapy. You with me here? Supernatural. And then we gave you examples of... uh, Remedies of healing through natural processes, okay? Now, another word we gave you, first Corinthians 12, 9, it means healing, means of healing, or remedy of medicine. Now, this word is connected to hygiene. You don't want me to preach, do you? Yeah, you sit on me. You're not going to stop me. See, if you'd known I was going to be preaching on this, you'd probably stay home no Mm-mm. okay hygiene hygiene it's also connected to soundness it means soundness not just health but soundness and it can mean sound doctrine beloved i wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health sound doctrine soundness healthy in body even as thy soul even as thy soul, even as thy soul prospers. So there's something better than a supernatural, powerful healing from God. What's better than having a supernatural, miraculous healing from God? Divine health. And the way you get divine health and soundness is by walking in obedience to the Lord, not walking in a sinful lifestyle full of unforgiveness and bitterness and anger eating all the wrong stuff, garbage in, garbage out, thinking that you can run any time and ask God to heal you, and boom, he's going to knock you in the floor, man. And then you leave church and you go out there and you eat yourself another good old half-gallon ice cream. He doesn't heal us so we can go back to doing what we did before. All right, y'all ready for this? Say, health, hygiene. Connected to hygiene. Hallelujah. Oh, God, should I th- See, when I get over into this, that's when my heart starts beating fast. And I walk where angels fear to tread. When I start talking about your, your eating habits and, you know, your health and hygiene and... Oh, boy, this is where preachers don't like to stand, man. It's angels fear to tread. Hygiene, you know. Clean your house up. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, Lord, I shouldn't say that, should I? I'm meddling now. Look at your neighbor and say, he's meddling now. <laughs> he's stepping on my toes now. I wish he'd just preach the Bible. <laughs> Hallelujah. Clean your house up. Clean yourself up. Praise the Lord. It's ridiculous that the body of Christ is so sick and diseased. He said he would not put any of the diseases of the Egyptians on his people. That's what he said in connection to the obedience to the Word of God. And the body of Christ has the same diseases and the same sicknesses that the people in the world do. And we've used that word, the Lord that healeth us, as a scapegoat for our diseased, sick bodies and lifestyles. It's not fad diets you need. It's not, I've never been on a diet in my life. Not, y'all, see I told you, angels are backing off right here. I mean, they were up front until I started talking about this and they they, hid it behind the baptismal tank, man. (sighs) Praise the Lord. Now, I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad. I'm telling you, I have never been on a diet one day in my life. If I came up with a diet that was foolproof, 100% guarantee on it, I would be a wealthy man. Then why am I not wealthy? I have the answer one hundred percent guarantee that if you go on this one when you if you stay on this one guess what you'll stay nice and slim one word fast don't need your pills uh, your diet pills Uh, don't need your whatever you know I just just fast But, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, but Pastor, you don't have, 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 you know, the hormones I got and the, the well, you see, you just, you've always been skinny. Hallelujah. So, you know, but praise the Lord. Listen to me. Listen to me, please. Do you know, not recently, uh, uh, too long ago, I saw a documentary where a man who was very thin great shape, physically, you could look at him; defined physically, his muscles were defined. He decided to, to try something, to put something to a test. So he went to a very, very famous fast food hamburger place. It, 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 it's got, uh, it looks something like this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> mm. Okay. The guy looked great, in great shape. So he wanted to go check it out. And so he ate at this particular fast fast food hamburger place every day. Every meal he ate, he ate there three times a day. Right, Christina? Ate there. And this skinny man started putting on weight. He got obese just eating fast food. That's all you got to do is is just go and eat at that place, and you'll be fat. Now, I'm not putting you down. Hallelujah. I'm not trying to do that. I'm just telling you, trying to help you, trying to bless you. It's not automatic for any of us. Praise the Lord. Okay. Having said that, I'm going to give you all some help tonight. Hallelujah. Lord, you know we need it. I'm going to give you some practical information. I got a big church full of Hispanics here tonight. (laughs) And you need this more than anybody. (laughs) Because Hispanics are more susceptible to diabetes 1. Ooh, glory to God we're going to talk about cholesterol tonight we're going to talk about diabetes tonight praise the Lord and it's going to sound like I'm over here one minute and over here I'm going to be all over the place tonight so you just take little bit bits and pieces as you can because I can't cover all of it in depth I just want to give you a little information hallelujah to make some changes in your life we need to make some changes in our lifestyle I, we need to obey the word of God, the commandments of God. And then we can claim he's the Lord that healeth me. Because I'm obeying his word. Let me start over here and let me talk to you a little bit about cholesterol. Okay. Okay. Mm. Doctors will tell you. That cholesterol is the reason for heart disease. Now, I'm telling you tonight that cholesterol, if it's out of control and out of whack, it's not good for it. I would say it's not good for the heart. But what I understand is that really cholesterol is not the reason for heart problems or the main problem. Hello? Hello? I understand... That heart disease comes from, you know, the plaque building up in your walls of your arteries and all that stuff. Comes from something called homocysteine. And if you'll take vitamin B, okay, a sublingual B under your tongue, it will deal with that. And it will remove the plaque in your arteries. All right? But for those of you uh, you who are afraid of cholesterol, and again, I'm not saying it's good, but listen to me. You got high cholesterol. Here's some things that you can do. If you try to bring your cholesterol down too low, you can become susceptible to stroke. It can cause stroke, it can cause depression, and it can cause a pure, a poor immune system for you to bring your cholesterol down too low. Okay? Now, what's interesting. Doctors are always changing your diet. Ten years ago, they said one thing. Or 20 years ago, they were saying one thing. And then in the last 10 years, they have completely changed what they told you 20 years ago about your diet. They're always changing it. Just the opposite. Okay. Woo, Lord, help me tonight. We're going to burn this message after we get through. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a dietician. You're going to have to check this out for yourself. Okay? If you want to lower your LDL and increase your HDL, LDL is bad cholesterol. HDL is good cholesterol. Don't get involved with statin drugs. It's a drug they use to bring down cholesterol. Statin drugs are very dangerous. The drug they use to bring down cholesterol. Very dangerous. So let me just give you some natural things here, okay? B vitamins. Niacin. You got high cholesterol? Niacin. And vitamin C. Niacin and vitamin C. And vitamin C is very interesting. You can take vitamin C by the handful. Now... Thousands of milligrams at a time. When do you know when to stop when you start having diarrhea? If you start having diarrhea, back off just a little bit. But let me tell you something vitamin C is great. I, listen, I take it by the handfuls, man. <laughs> That's why I'm a fruit. the B vitamin niacin vitamin C alright you with me make sure you get plenty of fiber eat apples stuff like that eggs yes eggs eat eggs they used to tell you not to eat eggs now they found out eggs is what you need for cholesterol and the yolk to boot the yolk to boot Eat eggs, the incredible animal egg. Niacin, vitamin C, fiber, eggs, yes. Nuts, nuts, fruits and nuts. I ought to title this message Fruits and Nuts. Let me give you some nuts. 74 grams of almonds. That's approximately two handfuls. Almonds are almost the perfect food. If you eat a couple of handfuls of almonds, that will help lower your cholesterol. Okay? You with me here? Oats. Barley. Uh, Psyllium. Pistachios, walnuts, hazelnuts, dried plums. Eat about 12 a day. <clears throat> Eat about 12 a day, especially if you have a problem with osteoporosis, because dried plums help build the bone. So if you're if you're menopausal or whatever, get on, the, get on the dried plum. Or let's just call it this way: be a prune. <laughs> be a fruit, be a nut, and be a prune. It literally will build the bone mass, okay? And not only that, but it helps lower cholesterol. And you can take dried plums or prunes, they change it now to dried plums because prune got a bad rap. (laughs) You can take dried plums and you can put it in your hamburger meat and it will kill the pathogens in the hamburger meat. Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost. Man, the Lord says it's good whether you like it or not. Yeah, take some prunes and put it in your hamburger meat and wide it up and cook that baby. Woo! kill all that bad bacteria in that thing. And it doesn't take very much to do it either. Okay, y'all with me still? All right, so vitamin B, vitamin C, fiber, eggs, nuts. Uh, Also, grapefruits. Now, while I'm on that, if you've got a problem with gallstones, you can take grapefruit Epsom salt and olive oil and mix it up and drink it Okay, and it's supposed to get rid or dissolve the gallstones You don't have to go into the knife every time you have a problem You don't have to run and get antibiotics every time you've got a problem in fact antibiotics are very dangerous see I told you I was gonna be all over the place Antibiotics are very dangerous just because your kid has a sniffle You don't take him to the doctor every time and have him put them on antibiotics especially if you're not replacing the good bacteria or the good flora in their intestinal walls it brings down their immune system your immune system the major part of your immune system is located in your intestinal area and if you take antibiotics it kills good and bad bacteria you've got to replenish the good bacteria with acidophilus or you know those good flora go get you some some yogurt some natural yogurt that's got cultures in it. Cultures. Cultures. I know this is brain shock to you. Get you some that's got cultures in it. The good bacteria. And replenish your kids. Instead of feeding them ice cream, feed them yogurt. I don't like that mama. Well, you've been feeding them ice cream all their life. You're going to have to make them start liking it. Instead of ice cream, give them yogurt with cultures in it. And it will replenish the good bacteria, that the antibiotics you've been giving them every week. Okay, but you don't have to always go under the knife and go get antibiotics for everything. Drink grapefruit or or get your grapefruit, eat grapefruit, Epsom salt, olive oil. Hallelujah. Pretty soon you'll pass that baby right out. Now, well, I could hear you say, well, how much and whatever? I don't know. I'm just telling you what works. You'll have to figure that out on your own. You have to be the guinea pig. You have to be the laboratory rat yourself hallelujah if I had gallstone problems you know what my wife would know I'd be insane I'd be over there grinding up grapefruit pouring oil in there olive oil in there epsom salt constantly what you over there doing that again yeah that's right I got to get rid of my gallstone man hallelujah (laughs) go get me a truckload of grapefruit I ain't going under the knife. I ain't let nobody cut on me for a gallstone problem. But stop drinking Cokes and stuff, drink water, and get rid of them by grapefruit, Epsom, salt, and olive oil. Hallelujah. If you're, if you're an angry person, and I needed this, <laughs> you got a liver problem, you got toxins in your liver. You know how you get rid of toxins in your liver? Having a coffee enema. A coffee enema, at least two or three times a day. And for those of you who don't know what a coffee enema is, I will not explain it. You will have to get medical help for the word enema. <laughs> Brother Heath can tell you. He's a doctor. Hallelujah. And by the way, Dr. Heath, if I'm messed up here, you know, you, you after church, let me know and then I'll correct it later. Okay. Coffee enemas. You, got, you want to clean your liver up? You want to get rid of that anger problem? Hallelujah. Go get you a coffee enema two or three times a day. And I, and, and I hear you say, well, what kind of coffee? I don't know. Maybe Folgers works. Decaf or calf. Don't make no difference, man. I'm trying to tell you, don't make any difference. What kind of coffee it is? what brain man, brand name it is, enema is an enema. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's, an enema is an enema. It don't matter if it's decaf, caffeinated, whatever. Just two or three times a day. If you got cancer, do the same thing. Coffee enemas. Uh, <laughs> well, brother, hallelujah. as hot as you can t- handle it, man. Hard <laughs> as you can handle it. Woo, that's hard. <laughs> I understand that if okay, are y'all okay out there now? Let me talk about diabetes just a little bit, all right? There's diabetes 1, diabetes 2. Y'all all all know that, right? Diabetes is, they claim, is not reversible. Diabetes 1. Diabetes 2, they claim, can be reversed by proper exercise, diet, etc. Okay? Now, Hispanics, I understand, are real susceptible to diabetes 1. And so... I understand that cow's milk is something you don't want to be drinking. If you're diabetic, diabetes one. Cow's milk, you don't want to drink it. Okay? Well, we got quiet in here. Well, what do I drink then? Get you some goat's milk. Go out to the farm, get your goat. Milk it. Drink goat's milk. Praise the Lord. See, see cow's milk is not good really for any of us. Listen, watch this. Notice, look at nature. The babies drink the mother's milk only for a short period of time. Okay? After that short period of time, say, let's talk about a calf. Calf drinks that mother's milk, what, a year, year and a half maybe? I don't know. How long, brother? Tell me. Do you know? Six months. Okay. About, brother, brother uh, Thomas says about six months. Okay, now watch this. When they wean them, that's it. When a dog is weaned off its mother's milk, that's it. That dog doesn't go back to drinking milk. That calf doesn't go back to drinking milk. Then why is it that when we give birth to our children, we give them milk for the rest of their life, and we drink milk for the rest of our life, when the animals don't even do that? So even nature tells you don't keep doing that. It's not good for you. It's not good for you. You can't, your body can't handle it. And I understand that it causes all kinds of problems, like ear infections and all kinds of things. and Mucus building up. A lot of people say, well, I got off the milk and I got off, you know, eating so much cheese. And instead of my mucus clearing up, it got worse. If you eat right and you get rid of some of the things we'll be talking about tonight. You're going to think you're dying. In fact, you're going to be mad at me for even suggesting these things tonight. Hallelujah. And when you get off of them, what you're trying to remedy, say mucus, If it's, you know, caused by milk and cheeses and things like that. And you're trying to get, you get off of that stuff, it'll come back heavy. You'll get more mucus there at the end because it's working. It's a sign that it's working. You're going to feel like you're dying, man. You give up sugar. You give up... You're going to think you're dying. You want to kill somebody. Your body's revolting. Your body's saying, what? I want my chocolate with all the roaches too. Because I understand that chocolate, that you cannot buy chocolate without buying ground up roaches in that chocolate. And so when people get reactions to chocolate, it's not because of the chocolate, dark chocolate's good for you. It's an antitoxin. What happens to the people when they have an allergic reaction to chocolate? They're having an allergic reaction to the roaches in the chocolate. I understand. And I understand you can't buy chocolate without buying roaches in the chocolate. So I'm just telling you, when you get off of some of this stuff, you're going to feel like you're going crazy, man. You'll kill somebody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Let's talk about diabetes just a little bit. Take niacinamide. N-I-A-C-I-N-A-M-I-D-E. Okay. Niacinamide. Niacinamide. Okay. Niacinamide. Say if you're a 150 to 200-pound person, take about 1,700 milligrams to 200 milligrams. Health food stores, you can get that right there. Okay. Take some ginseng. Along with this, okay? For diabetes. All right, y'all okay out there. I'm all over the place. I know, and I, I'm not a dietitian, so I don't think like a dietitian. I'm trying to help you tonight. Drink lots of water. Get rid of the Cokes. Get rid of the sodas. Stop giving your kids sodas. You stop drinking sodas. It's a natural diuretic. If you drink 8 ounces of soda pop, you urinate 10 ounces, and you get dehydrated. So if all you ever do is drink Cokes, that's all you ever drink, man, you're setting yourself up some, for some possible problems. Dehydration. So drink lots of water and get rid of the Cokes. And not only that, Cokes today have aspartame in them. And all kinds of sweeteners and stuff in them. Aspartame it, is horrendous to your nerves. There are people who have taken aspartame. You find it in Cokes, you find it in ice cream that ended up in, that you can end up in a wheelchair, I understand, by ingesting aspartame. And that's in Cokes and that's in ice cream. So get rid of it. It does what to your brain? Eat holes in your brain. Is that what happened to us? (laughs) Some heavy stuff, isn't it? See, here we are. We go along and we act, well, this is all right. I ain't got no problems right now. What's going to happen to you about 10 years or 20 years down the road? When you're light up in the hospital, you got diabetes 1 or diabetes 2, and you got all kinds of heart disease, all kinds of problems physically. From degeneration problems and degeneration are linked to diet. Praise the Lord, y'all. Now, this is a common statement. When we want to go healthy and eat right, this is something that everybody says. Well, it's too expensive. No, it's not. It's killing you. If you don't listen, if you're bringing garbage in, you're gonna have garbage out. You're gonna end up in a hospital. You're gonna pay that doctor for your children. You're gonna pay that doctor for yourself. You're gonna pay the hospital bill. You're gonna pay the medication bill. You're gonna pay the drugs. It's not too expensive to live according to the Word of God. It's not, don't give me that. That's a cop out. it's a cop-out some of us have got problems and i'm thinking at your age it shouldn't be like that at your age look at me church listen to me god's trying to talk to you tonight we've got to make some changes Diabetes one, diabetes two, and we're young. You're young. Some of y'all are younger than I am, and you got those diseases. Come on, are y'all with me tonight? Watch. Don't say it's too expensive. It'll be more if you don't. I said it'll be more if you don't. Praise God. Let's talk about it a little bit, all right? Oils. I told you I was going to be everywhere. Y'all forgive me tonight. I'm trying to help you. Oils. Oils. Cook with olive oil, it's mono saturated, okay? which I'm not going to get into all that, but it has to do with the molecular structure of the oil, okay? But anyway, it is super for you. It is good for you. You can cook your french fries, your chicken, whatever in olive oil. And some people are like, well, that's too expensive, Patrick. I can't afford olive oil. Well, you go going to die. <laughs> you're going to- if they'll let you in, Sam's, you can buy a big old gallon or even more. Is it up to how many gallons? Three gallon, Two gallon of olive oil? And you can cook and cook to your heart's desire, man. And it's only about $10, $12 for a big old large deal of olive oil. Don't go to the store and buy a little old quart jar. They're, well, it's $7. Well, they saw you coming. <laughs> He said, I know that guy. He's thinking about olive oil. Mark that up right now. <laughs> he'll let it, he'll watch us mark it up and still buy it. <clears throat> Cook with olive oil. Are y'all all right out there? You need, okay, having said that, you need good oil, you need omega 3s comes from fish. Okay, if you don't, eat, if you're like me, I'm really not a big fish eater. Okay, so what I have to do is I have to supplement it with f- flax seed oil. Flax seed oil is a good source of omega threes. When you buy flax seed oil, buy it out of the refrigerator. There are some health food stores that have flax seed oil on outside of the refrigerator on the shelf. Flax seed oil doesn't It doesn't last long, unrefrigerated. It loses its effect. So buy it out of the refrigerator, flaxseed oil, omega-3. Make your face look good, make you shine, make you pretty. When you go out in the sun, the sun, it even helps you from getting sunburned. And I, you know, I use that all the time. Can't you tell? (laughs) I praise God. I don't use sunscreen. Now listen. I don't use one drop of sunscreen. Praise the Lord. Everybody say, we can tell too, Pastor. Sunscreen is a scam. It's cancer causing. What you do when you put the sunscreen on, that sunscreen only protects you from a, and I've got this documented. This stuff I'm telling you is documented right here. When you put that sunscreen on, it only protects you from a certain type of ray of the sun. The most harmful ray of the sun goes right through that and penetrates deep into your skin. And so by you going out there thinking, boy, I got sunscreen on. I can stay out here 15 hours. And just because you didn't get red, you don't realize the damage that's taking place deep down in the skin by the real bad rays. I don't use sunscreen. I don't put it on my kids. It's a scam. Take flaxseed oil. Drink it internally. Put it on outwardly. If you, if you really get into that, you know, I don't... Mm. Kind of smells funny. Your wife will say, "What that on you, honey? And my flaxseed oil. <laughs> and really, really what you do is just don't go out in the sun so much. But flaxseed oil is a good oil. It's got omega-3s. It's just tremendous. It helps you in multiple ways. Okay? Praise the Lord. Eat sardines. Eat mackerel. Hallelujah. You know what? When you get this inside of you, you want to be healthy. You don't care what it tastes like. Give it to me. Ooh, uh, that's horrible, but I'm healthy. It tastes terrible, but I'm healthy. I don't know about you, but I get sick and tired of being sick. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Eat complex carbohydrates. Get rid of the refined, or the simple, com- uh, simple carbohydrates like sugars and, and grains. Grains are fungus makers. Grains, you eat, when you, listen, listen, when you go to the store, look at the bread, it will tell you bleached white flour. Don't buy that bread. Buy whole grain bread. And it might say grain bread, but read the label, it will tell you if it's bleached white flour or not. Get whole grain bread. In fact, you want to be careful about eating grains. Because grains, when you eat gra- certain grains, it creates fungus in you. Peanuts are a fungus food. If you eat peanuts, peanut butter's not good. It's a fungus food. Y'all like fungus all inside of you? We open you up, you got fungus all over you? Now, okay. Somebody said, well, what about oatmeal? Well, <clears throat> oatmeal doesn't have as much gluten <laughs> in it. So it's not quite as bad. And there are some good health things from from oatmeal. But get rid of the white breads. and Get rid of the donuts. And get rid of all that stuff like that. Go whole grain. Whole grain. You wonder why you feel bad, tired all the time? Those funguses, that candida, those funguses inside of you drain your energy, man. And you're feeding those funguses with peanuts and peanut butter and white breads and wonder why we don't feel good. Boy, y'all shut me off a long time ago, didn't you? (laughs) Get on a good vitamin supplement. A good vitamin supplement. Now, now listen to me, please. What time is it? Y'all already getting tired on me. I got 10 minutes. Okay. A good supplement. Here you go. You get all excited now. You leave here. I'm going to change my diet. I'm going to eat right, you know. Eat vegetables and eat fruit. Get rid of all that sugar and the Cokes and all that stuff. And I'm, I'm going to do it right now, you know. Be healthy. And I'm going to go get me a vitamin. And so you run to the local store. And you go over there and you pull yourself off a vitamin and you drop it in your basket and you say, boy, I'm ready now. I'm going to be healthy as I can be. A lot of times the vitamins you're buying off that shelf, you you might as well just take that money and throw it right in the toilet and flush it. Because basically, that's what's going to happen to your vitamin. (laughs) It's going to go right through your system and right into the toilet and you're going to flush it because they don't absorb in your body. When you buy vitamins, quality is the most important thing. Not price. Quality. You, you've got to make sure you've got a good quality vitamin. Something that absorbs. Okay, a couple of them I know. Shackley's one. Shackley absorbs. Okay. Let me give you a good little, little, little lab to go do. Y'all like to do lab work? Go get your vitamin supplement that you bought, that multivitamin. Put it in a pan. Put it in the the oven and turn your oven on and let it cook. And watch it. It'll explode and ooze with all kinds of fillers and sugars and everything else. A good vitamin, you put it in the oven. You turn the heat on, stick it in the oven, turn it on, and it don't explode like that. What's coming out of that one you bought at the store is all that sugar and fillers and junk. And it's not absorbed in your body. It went right right through you and right into your toilet. And you flushed it down the commode. You wasted your money. So just for a couple of them. There's there's more than than just these two. But Shackley is is absorbable. And then there is a mountain home. uh, And that's where a lot of of the uh, information I got right here is. uh, Let me me give you the name of it, okay? Mm Mm-mm. Uh, Mountain Home, yeah. And I can give you the phone number if you want to. If you want it. They have a a vitamin supplement package. You could buy a whole box for less than $50. A whole box. It's got everything. It's got ginseng. It's got all your vitamins, uh, B vitamins, C vitamins, A vitamins. It's got royal jelly in it. It's got, you name it, it's in that. And you take two packs a day for, for the month. Two packs a day for the month. And just stay consistent with it. It's, the, it's one of the best there is for the money. If you were to go and buy all the vitamins that are in that one package, it's cost you hundreds of dollars. And you get it in these little packages. Okay? That's what I normally take. All right? I'll give it to you uh, after church. All right? If you want it. So that's why I would start on a multivitamin. Then you know when you're taking it in. This is good stuff. I know it's been absorbed. You know. Hello. That's just, just one. There's multitudes. I'm not selling it. I can just give you the number. Hallelujah. If I wasn't a pastor, I'd probably be a vitamin seller. <laughs> I don't want to be a vitamin seller because it would distract me from the call. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so pastor, if I get that box and take that twice a day, is that all I need? Well, you probably need a good protein drink, okay? Flaxseed oil, and then I'll give you some specialty things. If you want to lose weight, CLA, CLA, Tonalin, CLA will literally take the body fat and transform it into muscle. And it has all kinds of, of other benefits too. Cancer benefits. And by the way, cancer loves sugar. It loves sugar. If you eat a lot of sugar, that if you've got any cancer in you, it just loves it, man. That's what it grows on. Amen? So CLA, it comes from like meats, red meats, but the meats we get today don't have a lot of it in it. So really you need this supplement, CLA. Excellent for losing weight, man. It'll make you, boy, make you look like a... Show me again, brother. Yeah. Man, you... They look at you and say, whoo, look at that specimen. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Also, not only that, and I'm just going through a list of things that you, you you may consider. Okay, you with me here? You want to get intestinal flora, which is the good bacteria. It, it helps your immune system. It helps you digest your food. Okay? I would suggest, and I'm going to give you the name of this brand, Enzymatic. Enzymatic. They come in little, little bitty, little bitty uh, BBs, okay? And you eat it, and it doesn't break down in the digestive, in the stomach. It goes into your intestine. That's where you want it. And when it gets in the intestine, then that's when it goes out. It's by enzymatic, okay? You can get that at Harmony Health Food, I believe. Little bitty ones, and they're in the refrigerator. They work, okay? They've got acylophilus and all these good bacterial flores in you. You will be amazed if you would just hear what I'm trying to tell you. If you started doing this, you would be amazed how diseases can be reversed, sicknesses can be reversed, how you would feel. I'm trying to help you, church. Okay? <clears throat> so that right there, those are the basic things that you can take. If you've got specialty problems like the diabetes, then that's that disem, what was that? Niacinamide, and other things that you can take. If you've got thyroid problems, then, then you're, you probably have a problem with the T4 or T3 hormone. And there's something that you can get, a supplement that you can get for uh, thyroid problems. Okay? Because it's a T4, T3 hormone problem. Wow. Isn't God good? I already talked to you about the grapefruit, the gallstone thing, okay? Take a bunch of vitamin C as I talked to you about that. I talked to you about aspartame. It kills brain cells. Can put you in a, in a wheelchair. Skin tags. Skin tags. There'll little, little be skin tags that'll rise up on, on your body, okay? You know what that is, right? Those skin tags. Sometimes we think they're moles, but they're really, they're, they're tags, that are what they are. Skin tags. Skin tag is a, <clears throat> a symptom of syndrome X, which means it's insulin. Insulin resistant. Your body is insulin resistant. You are susceptible to stroke and to heart disease. Get off white sugar. You are insulin resistant. Get off white sugar. You are susceptible to stroke and heart disease. Okay? Avoid Mold foods, white flowers, peanuts, peanut butter, cashews are good, almonds are good. Cashews are good, brother. I, you know what? My wife bought a bottle the other day. I've already eaten the whole thing in two days. I'm bringing my cholesterol down and raising my good one up. <laughs> i'm a I'm a lunatic man. you ask my wife you don't believe me you believe me <laughs> okay y'all ready for this if you have uh if you're going through menopause let me start with p m s we 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 need help in this area <laughs> Oh, praise the Lord, God. All the men stand up and worship God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Oh, Jesus. I feel the Holy Ghost. I mean, I'm serious. I do. PMS. Calcium, magnesium. Get on calcium, magnesium. Especially during that time. Because you, some of you will notice... It'll dry you up. You won't have near the problem that you used to have with the bleeding. If you get on calcium, magnesium. A good one. Not the one that goes... (laughs) One that works. Quality is the most important thing. Calcium, magnesium. It it will help you with, with cramps and... All kinds of things. Okay? Now, going back to the to menopause, there is progesterone. You can put progesterone on the outside of your skin. That's supposed to help. Progesterone. Okay? Y'all with me here? Some of you women know about this. All the men are going, huh, Sister, what? No, 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 no. You don't want to take any hormones. You don't want to get on a hormone replacement thing. It causes breast cancer. Okay, and now they're, they're, they're even now they're talking about it on the news how bad it is to be on hormone hormone replacement. Progesterone cream is a good thing. Now there is a bio identical hormone replacement therapy. It's harmless. It is not the actual hormone replacement. It's something that's very it, that's uh, it's BHRT bio identical. Hormone replacement therapy. It's harmless. Now, you'll have to talk to an expert on that. But they can get you on something that is not hormone replacement that will help you. Okay? Use butter, not margarine. Butter, not margarine. Everybody say, oh, I got to go Got to get rid of my butter. Butter's bad. Got to go get rid of my butter and go get me some margarine. No, 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 no! Butter, you want butter. Butter's got CLA in it. You want butter, not margarine. Margarine's not good for you. Butter's better. Wow! So you say, "Oh, I get my butter back!" Woo! My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. They've been shoving margarine down our throats, and we get our butter back tonight. Garlic is good for you. It might, you know, it might repel some people away from you, but it's good for you. Again, quality's everything. Now, when I'm talking about garlic, I want you to understand garlic is very good. It's antifungal, antifungus. It's also antiparasite. Do, do you know that Jason Giambi, uh, a baseball player for the New York Giants, uh, New York Giants yeah, <laughs> baseball player, I know my sports. <laughs> baseball player for the New York Giants, hallelujah. No, the Yankees had a parasite, and that parasite could be fatal to him. And I taught you all about parasites and stuff last year. You need to have a, you need to have a body cleanse twice a year. Get on a good body cleanse. You'll drop weight. It'll be like a river running through you, but man, it's worth it. (laughs) Body cleanse in January and in June every year. And also parasite cleanse twice a year. Some things you can buy that are a body cleanse, a colon cleanse, a body cleanse, a liver cleanse, all your... What do you call those, Brother Heath, help me, your your liver and uh, uh, your thyroid. What's a thyroid? It's a gland. Okay, thanks, 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 thanks. (laughs) You can get something to cleanse all your glands, take care of all your glands, cleanse your liver, cleanse your colon, cleanse. You need to cleanse yourself. And you can also get it, and it has parasite cleanse within it. Or get a parasite cleanse separate, but get a cleanse. Parasite cleanse and a a body cleanse twice a year. Do it. And then watch when they're swimming around in there. I'm telling you the truth. They'll come out and they'll be swimming around. Some of them dead. You would be surprised how many of you got parasites. And you wonder why you're tired all the time. And even some of you are trying to eat right. Okay, I'm almost through. You're trying to eat right, but you still don't have energy, and you don't know why. Because a little parasite is gobbling up all your good vitamins and nutrition. So you got to get rid of the parasites out of you. There's all kinds of parasites, man. People got worms in them that long. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. I'm in the house of God tonight. Some, Some people got these things that look like Shrimp swimming around in them i'll tell you the truth when why i'm tired all the time might have a parasite so cleanse twice a year garlic is good for that too okay yeah okay we already covered that i'm almost through aren't y'all glad Drink lots of water. Look at your neighbor and say, drink lots of water. Lots of water. Well, I do, Pastor. I get it in my Cokes and my tea. And my Kool-Aid. No. Drink lots and lots of water. If you don't drink water right now, you're going to find yourself in the restroom a lot when you start. You say, well, I can't do that, man. I don't don't have the luxury to be able to go to the restroom all the time. Well, your body needs it, and eventually it'll adjust, okay? So drink lots of water. Exercise. Exercise. You don't need a fad diet. You'll put it all back on anyway. Because what happens is when you go on a fad diet, you are tricking your body. That's what happens. You trick your body. And when you get back off of it, what happens is you gain. If you lost 10, you gain 20. Because all you did was trick your body for a short period of time. And then when you got off it, you wonder why you gained all that weight back. In fact, more. Because you just tricked your body. And your body went crazy when you did start eating. And it, put, it came on and it fast fat diet stay away from them just eat you know eat right you don't have to listen i eat all i I eat i eat red meat i eat chickens i just try to eat the right things well well, i got to give that up give that up give i don't even think like that i don't eat like that i eat good i eat well but i eat right that's what's important Okay, y'all with me here? Now, if you've got a doctor that's watching over you, though, and he's got you on a specific diet, then you stay on that. I'm talking about fad diets. Okay, some of y'all are questioning that statement, which is okay. I want you to question it. You can I know so many people. If the doctor said it, he's God. In fact, he's he's bigger than God. If the doctor says it, it don't matter if God says something different or not. I don't believe what the doctor said. I know it because I've talked to him. They'll believe their doctors all the way to hell. They sure will, man. I'm telling you the truth. And they, some of the doctors might tell you, well, eh, that natural remedy stuff, it don't work, and all that. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. you better get some information. That's what I'm trying to tell you. God's people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And just because somebody's got a PhD by their name don't mean they're telling you what's right. And it's your choice. It's your decision. If you want to go to them and take antibiotics and, you know, all of that, that's your choice. I'm not trying to change it. Yeah, I am. Amen. Okay, exercise. Okay, drink lots of water, exercise, and fast consistently. See, a lot of us, we want to fast once a year. We fast three days once a year. We fasted. No, come on, man. You got to be consistent in everything you do. Consistent in your prayer life. Consistent in your fasting. You can't just fast once a year and say, I took care of it for the whole year. At least once a week, fast. Fast, fast, fast. Pray. Drink lots of water. Exercise. Eat right. It's not really that hard. Let me talk to you about flu shots. I'm almost through. Flu shots. We're coming around the time of year now. Everybody going to run and get their flu shot. Give me a flu shot. Right here, doc. Right there, doc. Kind of reminds me of that guy, you know, on that Thief in the Night. The image of the, the Thief in the Night. Distant Thunder. Image of the beast, right? Okay. People today remind me of this fellow, this old guy in that movie. They're all distributing the mark of the beast. You know, the government's distributing the mark of the beast. And so people are going up to the front and getting the mark of the beast. And here comes this old fella. okay. He walks up there and he says, I'm a good citizen. Put it right there. (laughs) You idiot. You just sent yourself to hell. Put it right there. And that's why a lot of people are a doctor. Doc, what'd you say, doc? Yeah, go around here and put it right there. I put it right there. Yeah, boy. Yeah. If it's more than one, I got more than one. Come on, you put it right here, right here, right there, right there, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right, man. Put it right there. i good citizen. Puh. Flu shots. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just giving you a little information here. See, they're running down. there. don't even know what you're getting. Woo! Hallelujah. I spent $45 on a flu shot, and I'm ready for the year, and you still got the flu. They took your money, put it in their pocket, and laughed at you. Because, I'm going to tell you why. They don't know what strand of flu is coming that year anyway. It's a shot in the dark that they're even giving you the right flu shot for the right strand that's coming around this year. So you're up there spending money and, and it's a shot in the dark. It's even going to be the right one. You're wasting your money. That's my opinion. But if you still want to go get your shot, put it right here, doc. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm telling you, man, I've never had a flu shot. And not only that, but the, uh, the, uh, there's a base in a flu shot. It's mercury. And they even, even in when you go get your vaccinations for your little children, those vaccinations have a base of mercury in them. And I've got it documented in this little book right here that tells you what is acceptable and what is inside of those vaccination shots or above what is acceptable when it comes to mercury toleration. The body it's in the flu shots and it's in the vaccination shots. Now, will I get my child vaccinated? Yes, but I'm just telling you. For your information, I'm not going to get a flu shot this year. No waste my money or my time. But you do what you need to do. Have Have you You know, come on. I'm almost through. It's not that late, is it? It's nine fifteen. You know, uh, giving you some practical stuff tonight. We run to get our flu shot. And then we still get flu. But the next year, go give them a flu shot. Like a bunch of cattle. <laughs> Just in line, one cattle after another. Right here. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth, man. Heard you in like a bunch of cattle. Boy, you didn't follow. That's what drives me crazy, sister. You know what drives me crazy? Is that the church people line up. Let, let them hook them. Let them put it right in. And accept everything they tell them. And then I'll stand up here and I'll preach the holy word of God. And they look at me with that dumb look. They'll listen to the devil before they'll listen to God. They'll get ripped off. Oh yeah. But then complain that they need, that they have to give to God. It's crazy man. It drives this preacher insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, here, oh. Here, oh. Oh. Mm, mm, mm. Almost fell off the edge there. (laughs) They do, man. Uh, We do, we do, we do, we do. We're like cattle, man. (laughs) Led to the slaughter. And every fat diet that comes down the pack, man, we're on it. We're going to try this. We're going to try the Atkins diet. We're going to try, yeah, well, that, Yeah. Get on that drug, get on this drug, get on that drug, get on this drug. I'm telling you. Now, if you want to do it, that's your business. I'm just trying to give you some information. Now, we've always been a little bit crazy in my house. Okay? But here recently, we really got fanatical about this. We have. We've got fanatical. I have. I've got fanatical. (laughs) My wife's coming along. My children are coming along. <laughs> you know. Uh, but I'll be honest with you. Since we got just real, and I'm not talking about going on diet. I'm talking about just eating right. Just eating right. Somebody asked me the other day, well, how do you get your vegetables, Pastor? You know what I do? I get stir fry. I throw it in a, in a pot. I put olive oil on it, and, I, and boy, we eat stir fry. Get a little little meat you know put a little old teriyaki sauce on that meat get some nice old egg rolls praise god got a cabbage in there mm. yeah sit down to eat you know got vitamin. got got our vegetables and everything else well now when i fix that victoria says she sees me get that stir fry bag My wife was busy painting today, so I stir fried today. <laughs> I'm healthy. I feel like a man. I feel like I can run. I feel like I can run 20 miles, man. I've got so much energy. I feel so good, man. I feel like Energizer Bunny. Woo! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> you know. I'm telling you, man. Some of y'all. Oh God. <laughs> my my parasite sick <laughs> even my parasite got sick on that ice cream oh, oh parasite <laughs> Par- <laughs> parasite he- <laughs> oh man <laughs> yeah god's good isn't he Okay, I think I pretty much covered everything that I wanted to talk to you about tonight. Uh, flu shots, yeah. Avoid fast foods if you can. We all love it. We do. We love. I love it. I'm. You know. I do. I love it. I love ice cream. I love cake. I love chocolate roaches. And- Oh man, I do. I I can run with the best of them. We have a potluck dinner, or we have a an auction, and that's my excuse. People gave me some chocolate colored strawberries. Oh my! I'm saying, I'm saying. Well, I'm pretty strict. I'll just back off a little bit here, be a little normal, and sit there and eat a whole pan full of them. You know. And then all day long wonder why I'm feeling bad. And I was really feeling bad because I had been off of it for so long, and then when I ingested it, boy, my wife can't hardly live with me. Why y'all looking at me like that? Y'all all angels, got wings coming at your back, your back in. <laughs> Tell you, man. See? And since I straightened up, look how sweet and kind I am to all y'all. You know, you, you don't even recognize me. I mean, you know, I'm so sweet. My col my colon's clean. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> hallelujah. Your colon's clean, liver's clean, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, man. Y'all ought to be telling me to preach it if it just helps me. (laughs) Last thing I want to tell you about is psychological things. Okay? Psychological help. Anybody here need psychological help? Have you ever felt like that you really needed to go to the the farm? (laughs) They have little white suits for you. You ever felt that way? I'm trying to help you understand that a lot of the things that we go through, you know, we always think it's always spiritual. We think it's always a spiritual problem. And it's not always a spiritual problem. It's a health problem. It's a psychological problem. It's it's because of our eating habits and One doctor claims that if a person would get on sublingual bees, that they would empty the funny farms out. People would be healed. It, that talk about Alzheimer's. You know that mercury that I was talking about. Alzheimer's is linked to the mercury. If you, oh Lord. Well, that's not. I will tell you this. You don't have to get it from there. You can go to the health food store and it, they've got a sublingual B that's in a dropper. Sublingual B, it's under the tongue. I forget. Which B is it that you can't digest? It's got to go into the tongue and straight into the blood. Is it 12, 6? Okay. Whichever one is 1,000 milligrams, you can go up there to the health food store and they got it in a dropper. It's about 12 bucks for a month's supply. It, and that's all you need. The other that you were talking about, it's got a better taste and. And everything, and it might even be a little better. I don't know, but the, that works okay. And it will give you a sense of well being. People who don't have a sense of well being probably have a B deficiency. You remember, Dr. Feel Good? You know, go get they'll go to B shot, you know, go get you a B shot, B12 shot, so you feel good. Now they got it in subliminal. You don't have to go in a shot all the time. Just put it on your tongue. Now, some of y'all sitting back like, I know all about all this, Pastor, but you ain't doing it. And that's the problem. So get rid of your sanctimonious self. You're not doing it. You know, oh, I need some more bee, don't I? I need some, some what? Coffee? Yeah. <laughs> Brother Daniel, he's a picture of health, and he's over here preaching to me. <laughs> he needs some coffee, man. He told me I needed some coffee. He said, I need a coffee enema. Is that any way to talk to the, to your, to the man of God? the servant of the Lord? <laughs> but seriously, come on. We need to make some changes. We really, really do. Are y'all gonna make some changes? Amen. I'm gonna tell you my problem. I got one little problem, and I'm gonna let you go. I got it right here. I got this thing that's called like I'm not gonna show you, but. I got this thing right here that wants to come up on my side called a spare tire. I'm telling you the truth, man. Spare tire. It, I'm telling you the truth. It's trying to come up on me. And I want to tell you right now, man, that's the most dangerous thing in your body to have a spare tire. You got a spare tire. You're carrying some Danger. And I'm trying to keep that thing off. (laughs) I am. That's dangerous to have a spare tire. Amen. And another thing too, if you got back problems. Now, I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad. Don't get mad. Quit the church. (laughs) I'm talking about me, not you. Hallelujah. You want to walk upside down. You got back problems, you could be acidic, acidic, too much acid in your body. Get your pH corrected, get you some water that's, that will correct your pH, okay? They got water that will correct your pH. Get rid of your back problems, your back aches, some of you, okay? And do setups, he says. Mm-hmm. Ah, God's good, isn't he? Y'all love Jesus? He loves you. So I'm going to close with reading the word of God to you tonight. And this is Exodus. Some of y'all think, well, because you're semi healthy, you you know you can talk to us like that. You know why I'm talking to you like this? Because the word of God, it's in the Bible, and that's why. And God, God cares about you. Brother Edmonds went to a brother and told him, and I pray that I didn't come across tonight mean, but you know he went to this brother and he told this brother. He said, brother, he said you better you better make some changes. Just out of love for that brother. And a few months later that man didn't make no changes. and a few months later he was dead. He was in the grave. When God talks to us, he don't, you know, we very rarely talk like this. In fact, I think this is probably the, the I remember really getting into this detail? The first time. And when God talks to us like this, there's a reason we need to listen to him. And, and you know, all joking aside, this is serious. The people of God should be having the disease of the people of the world. And if we are, it's because we're not abiding by the word. We're, we're not eating right. We're not living right. We're not psychologically doing right. We've got unforgiveness. We Got sin in our life. We got stuff in our life that shouldn't be there and it's killing us. And so the Lord says this in Exodus 15, he says, And when they came to Marah, they could not drink of the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore, the name of it was called Marah. And the people murmured against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? And he cried unto the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree, which when he had cast into the waters, the waters were made sweet. There he made for them a statue and an ordinance. A statute and an ordinance. A statute is a principle. An ordinance is a regulation. The statute, the principle is the Lord that heals you. The regulation is you have a right to claim that. But here's the condition. And said, if thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God. And will do that which is right in his sight and will give ear to his commandments. And keep all his statutes. Then he says. I will put none of these diseases upon thee. Which I have brought upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. We have to get in the Bible. And they came to Elam where there were twelve wells of water. Three score and ten palm trees. And they encamped there by the waters. It's not going to be easy for you to make the changes if you choose to do so tonight. It's not going to be easy for you to give up your cakes and ice creams and refined white flour and, and all of that. It's not. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for you to give up your Cokes and, and things like that. And I'm not making you do it. I'm just telling you, you know, the side effects to it. Praise God. And I love you and I care about you. And I don't want you to die early. I want you to live, and I want you to live an abundant life, and I want you to feel good. And I, I believe God wants you to feel good. I, I don't believe that God wants us to always be walking around worrying about, am I going to have diabetes? Am I going to have a heart attack? You know, and be sickly all the time. That's not the will of God. We brought it on ourselves. He wants to bless us, but it's in relationship to our. Living by this holy book. Living by this word. You can't live an abundant life without this book. So next time you pull up to your table, and you've got a big old dish of ice cream, and all that cake sitting in front of you, Lord Jesus, bless this food, and nourish it to my body. In the name of Jesus. It's sanctified. It's okay now. It's full of nutrition. Just remember it didn't change. Okay? I still... Now look, look at me. When you see me eating a piece of cake, I can hear you preaching at me. You hypocrite. You got up there and told us not to eat cake and ice cream. Look at you. You <laughs> eating ice cream, cake, chocolate covered strawberries. Say moderation with me. Say moderation with me. God don't care if you have a cake every once in a while. You see what I'm saying? But not uh, that, uh, existing on it, existing on Cokes. existing on candy, existing on cakes, and wonder why we're sick, and wonder why our kids are sick. We're feeding our kids hot dogs all the time, sugared cereals in the morning. Send them off to school. Want them to do good in school. They get to school, they're jumping off the wall. Don't even know what's wrong with them, spinning around. Teach, you know, don't know why our kids aren't doing good in school. We gave them something real nutritious to go to school on. Gave them a bowl of cereal. All he did is a bowl of sugar. You should have just got some milk and poured a bunch of sugar inside them and said, dig in. That's all you did. That's all you did. And for lunch, you sent them a hot dog you don't realize that when they eat that hot dog, all, they're getting triglycerides. If you give them a hot dog, let me at least help you. Give them a handful of vitamin C to flush it down with. Because the vitamin C will, will take care of the triglyceride problem that the hot dog creates. See, even Brother Doctor over there, he's shaking his head. Yeah, he, brother, am I doing all right tonight? Praise the Lord. Really, you should be the one up here telling us all this. But you know, it's the truth. If you're going to eat a hot dog, get a kosher dog at least. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord out there. I said, praise the Lord out there. It's just not right for the people of God to be walking around sickly and diseased and not able to do the work of God because we're so sick and so diseased and we go into the grave too soon. It's not right. It's a sin. Praise the Lord. I love y'all. If y'all want any information, you can ask me. Hallelujah. And I just want one last thing to tell you and I'm going to let you go because it's about 930 one last thing, is that in the winter time, I would suggest instead of you running off every time you get sick, because everybody, I don't care how healthy you are, I don't care what you do, you're still going to get your colds and stuff. And instead of running off to the doctor and getting on antibiotics, brother, I, I'm not meaning to put you out of business. <laughs> Go get you some get you some uh, uh, colloidal silver. Colloidal silver. Drink colloidal silver. Silver's a natural antibiotic. They used to use it years ago. You have to take antibiotics. It's a natural antibiotic. Okay? Colloidal silver. Snort you some eucalyptus oil. Be careful, though. It'll burn the hairs out of your nose, man. <laughs> Get all stopped up. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Because I had sinus problems... I subscribed to this particular documentation here, and it was costly. And he said, if you'll subscribe, I'll give you the information and tell you how to get rid of your sinus problems. So I subscribed to this thing just to find that information out. Eucalyptus oil. That cost me bucks. Didn't cost you anything. (laughs) Eucalyptus oil. When my kids get sinus problems... When they're asleep, I go put put a eucalyptus towel right in front of their nose. All night long. They're They're breathing eucalyptus oil in, man. Now, doctors will probably tell you that don't do no good. You're wasting your money. They'll tell you that. But hey, it helped me. Colossal silver helped me. Praise the Lord. Eucalyptus oil helped me. Sister, they wanted to put you under the knife, didn't they? but I'm talking about even after you got in the church they want to put Sister Kathy under the knife for sinuses I told her I said try, try the colloidal silver didn't I did that help you are you going to have to go under the knife no but if you want to go get your brains cut out you want to go through all those surgeries you go right ahead but I'm going to do everything I can to stay away from that knife And she didn't have to go. Praise the Lord. It's a travesty to look at our kids in our church and see them always sick. Always. Not sometimes, but always. Something's not right there. It's not right for our kids to be sick like that. Now and again, we think it's the doctor. let's take him to the doctor. No, you need to make some changes. Okay? I need to make some changes. Praise the Lord. Okay, well, I'm going to let you go. Let's stand. Boy, you're quiet tonight. I feel your hate. I feel your hate you hate hallelujah you just keep on hating me i just keep on loving you hallelujah i know i'm joking with you you don't hate me if you really hated me i wouldn't say that y'all love jesus Since me and our family got a little bit stricter on what we're doing, do you know what's so funny? Is this automatically the weight started dropping? Just automatically? We didn't even have to try? My kids didn't even have to try? Just just eating right. I'm glad you bought me a bulletproof pulpit. (laughs) Church, y'all bought me a bulletproof pulpit, didn't you? Is that, is it bulletproof? I've been thinking all these years, it's a bulletproof pulpit. You're acting like it's not bulletproof. Praise God. Come on, take it to heart. How many of y'all going to take this to heart? Praise God. And this has been a bit different service, hadn't it? Well, next week will be different too. <laughs> Y'all just pray for me, cause God's going to give me another practical message, and who knows what it's going to be? Okay, it's going to it's going to hit us right where we live. We might deal with uh, with 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 I don't.